white and go blue. If Pandora was a box, a box of chocolates, would I know to stay away? What's said If Pandora was a box, a box of chocolates, would I eat them anyway? Every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe That means I have half a mind to stay It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food. 6.30 in the evenings, every Thursday evening at 6.30. And is it cold? Yes. Just wanted to confirm that for you. It is cold. It's so cold you could freeze an egg on the sidewalk. It's cold, and it's here, and there's snow on the ground. Wow, snow on the ground. Not as much as there is in the Upper Peninsula, where people are using huge shovels to get that up. But it's cold, and it's snowy and windy. And this is a time of year to look for light and color, because you're not going to find so much of it outside, right? But something very cool about this time of year is the fact that it's the harvest time. People have brought in all kinds of foods all kinds of foods stored up in storage bins and appearing in restaurants and appearing in food co-ops and grocery stores and stuff. So I think this is a good time to do a show about harvest and songs about harvest and such things and such things like that. Now, also, I want to talk about during the show, we will mention that next week there will be a preempted lunchbox, <laughs> so you'll have to bag your own lunch. Uh, we're going to do a special poetry live event at this time next week. We'll talk about that later on the show, but in the meantime, let's get started with, let's see what's on the shelves here. This is uh, this is a song on the shelf by Ali Farka Toure. This is called Kara. If you're not familiar with him, just a little bit about him from this collection called Harvest Song on the Ellipsis Arts label. West African bluesman Ali Farka Toure was born into a noble Songhai family in 1939 and was raised just south of the famed town of Timbuktu in Mali. In 1957, some friends gave him a Western guitar on which he began to compose songs. Otis Redding, Albert King, and other blues artists, especially John Lee Hooker, had a tremendous impact on his playing. Sung in the Sorhai language, this song, Kara, is dedicated to the brave farmers of Mali. As Ali Farkatura so passionately tells, Despite the ingratitude of the earth, the lack of tools, the poor quality of the rain gauge, the in- interference of plunderers, and the uncertainty of, the, of, of, of produce yield, excuse me, our brave farmers continue tirelessly with their task. We're going to hear an excerpt from this song called Kara by Ali Farkatura. This is WCBN. And you're listening to Pandora's Lunchbox.
WCBN FM Ann Arbor, and you're listening to Ali Farha Toure. This is Kara. This is a song for the farmers of Mali, the brave farmers of Mali, from a collection called Harvest Song. 
It's harvest time, and there's lots of delish food in the bins, in the grocery stores, in the co-ops, and hopefully in your cupboard. I always like the word cupboard, even though it looks like cupboard. Maybe you can get some cats up and put it in your cupboard, but, but I digress a lot. One of my favorite things that I've recently seen around town is something called the Jerusalem artichoke. Having said that, I haven't actually eaten any. But you should know those little things about them. They're also called sunroot, sunchoke, earth apples, or tapinambur. And is the Jerusalem artichoke an artichoke? No, it's a sunflower. Of course it is, because it's an artichoke. It's a Jerusalem artichoke, which is a sunflower. I was thinking of right around Halloween talking about food that was disguised as something else, you know, wearing a costume. I didn't get around to it, so here we are. I saw some Jerusalem artichokes at the Argus Farm Stop on Liberty. I've seen them in other parts of town, too. The ones at Argus Farm Stop on Liberty were grown at the Ann Arbor Public Schools Student Farm. And lovely colors. I mean, they looked kind of like beautiful, uh, shiny. I'm not sure if the shine was just from the photograph I took, but shiny potatoes or potato, potato, baked potatoes of different colors, uh, some golden brown colors and some some reddish colors jerusalem artichokes and jerusalem artichokes i saw a whole field of them in nebraska now one other thing to know is not only is it not an artichoke it also has nothing to do with jerusalem so needless to say uh it's not a type of artichoke it's not from jerusalem the origin of the name is uncertain according to wikipedia italian settlers in the u.s called the plant perhaps girasole the Italian word for sunflower, because of its resemblance to the garden sunflower. Over the time, the name Girosole may have been changed to Jerusalem. The English later corrupted Girosole artichoke, meaning sunflower artichoke, to Jerusalem artichoke. Another explanation for the name is that the pilgrims, when they came to the New World, named the plant with regard to the New Jerusalem they believed they were creating in the wilderness. There have been various other names applied to the plant, such as the French or Canada potato and lamb choke. Also, no lamb in there. So it's a very devious plant, uh, but it's, I don't think it's dangerous. I don't think it's going to fool you. I think it's food, and I think there are good things to be said about it. You should you should get a Jerusalem artichoke, cook it, and tell me what you think. Just find me, stop me in the street, and say, I did that. There. We're going to talk about other foods of the harvest and other harvest thoughts in just a moment. But here's a, how about a harvest for the whole world?
the Isley Brothers. Sung by Ronald, I can sing the phone book and make it sound good, Isley. And that is Harvest for the World. This is WCBN and it's Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and culture and about the harvest right now. Arwolf will be here with Face the Music at 7 o'clock with some quite awesome music. And in the meantime, we are considering harvest songs and such things. But For the moment, let's go a little off the subject, because next week, something very cool is going to happen right here on your radio, and it's going to have a very peripheral relationship to food, so I'm all excited to tell you about that. Where did that pesky thing go? Oh, yes. So, here's what's happening. The author, Laura Kaziski, was born in Grand Rapids, lives not far from Ann Arbor. Her awards have included the 2011 National Book Critics Circle Award in Poetry for Space in Chains. Her work is particularly well-known, well-received, and well-known in France, where she's widely read in translation. And she's going to be interviewed by WCBN's own T. Hetzel next week at this time at Literati Bookstore. I'm going to broadcast that live for you from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. next Thursday. And it's brought to you by WCBN, also by the Sweetland Center for Writing, which R.T. Hetzel is a part of. And I can tell you a little bit, first of all, about the Sweetland Center for Writing. The Sweetland Center supports student writing at all levels and in all forms. It oversees the College of LSA's first-year and upper-level writing requirements. It also offers one-on-one tutoring and many other things. That's the Sweetland Center for Writing now. She's going to talk, uh, T. Hetzel's going to talk to Laura Kaziski on Thursday, November 20th at 6 p.m. for an hour, and it's going to be broadcast live on WCBN. 
So make sure to tune in for that. It will be a preempted lunchbox. Like I said, bag your own lunch and uh, listen in for some mighty good radio and poetry, some delicious food for thought. So Sweetland is the food reference there. Wait, there's another food reference. Um, Literati says, the bookstore where it's going to be, says, we're very happy to hopefully soon offer some hot coffee to the book browsing masses. Coffee and books in a very cool Literati bookstore. And on another food note, coming up on Literati, on coming up at Literati Bookstore on Saturday, November 22nd at noon, is children's author Chris Van Allsburg, who wrote Polar Express and Jumanji, and he wrote a book that is a food reference. That is, here it comes, it's coming, wait for it, it's a food reference. This is really going to be worth it when I get that to you. The food reference is going to be, <laughs> this is WCB and FM Ann Arbor, and we're going to tell you about that as soon as I figure out what it is that I meant to do. In the meantime, um, let's cleanse, cleanse the palate, shall we? Let's cleanse the palate of all thoughts since I obviously have lost mind. motel and restaurant out on highway 33 the matchbook says call for reservations country ham and biscuits delicious steaks i met a woman there one night there's no moon just just diesel trucks she kissed me like she was hungry so we got a room In the morning, she looked like a horse, smoking little cigars, playing these tapes of her husband. She says, doesn't he sound like Elvis? She makes champagne out of 7-Up and cheap wine, a chemist. Next to one of those insect electric chairs, her skin gleaming blue every time a fly died. I read it the funnies. I laughed anyway. Something's burning somewhere, I said. Yeah, it's us, she says. You both want coffee, the waitress asked. Yeah, two, two coffees. That's perfect on this cold, dim, fluorescent morning. And, and a couple of those donuts over there, right, Doris? Right, Doris? Earth to Doris, Earth to Doris. Come in, Doris, Earth to Doris. That was not one of our harvest songs. Yes, that was, was not, that was, was not, was, was it? Was it was he was not was? It was, in fact, was not was. I believe that's a poem. Uh, Laura Kaczynski writes much better poems than that, and you can hear her next week at this time live on WCBN. And this is Pandora's Lunchbox, and what I meant to say, it's come to me at last, is that the children's author Chris Van Allsburg, who wrote The Polar Express and Jumanji, will be at Literati Bookstore on Saturday, November 22nd at 12 p.m., he will support his newest picture book called The Misadventures of Sweetie Pie. Was that worth the wait or what? Okay, 
Now let's talk a little bit more about food and harvest and things. There's going to be something of a harvest happening in Detroit, says the Associated Press here. Volunteers are going to plant more than 100 flowering cherry trees on Belle Isle in Detroit with support from a $150,000 federal grant. The State Department of Natural Resources says up to 150 volunteers will work on the project tomorrow at the park's Scott Memorial Fountain. The U.S. Forest Service grant will also pay for tree removal, a tree regeneration program, and a tree inventory and management plan for Belle Isle. Detroit's sister city in Japan donated flowering cherry trees in 1994, but many planted on Belle Isle have died or been removed because of disease and insects. The volunteers will plant a disease-resistant species to fill the gaps, and that's at Belle Isle Park, which is a very large state park, recently formed state park on the Detroit River. Speaking of rivers and waters, this, another very peripheral food reference here. But you'll, it'll come. The food reference is coming in just a moment, so wait for it. A suburban Detroit man, says the Associated Press, has leapt past the world record for the most consecutive skips of a stone on water. Guinness World Records certified Maxwell Steiner's achievement yesterday. The University of Nevada, Las Vegas student from Gross Point Woods skipped a stone 65 times in August, surpassing the previous 51 skip record set in 2007 by Russell Byers. Byers was looking on when Steiner flicked the winning stone in Franklin, Pennsylvania. Steiner was part of a documentary on stone skipping over the summer titled Skips Stones for Fudge. It will be released on, in film festivals and on television next year. On that note, let's get a little higher brow in just a second here. We got some Blue Harvest Blues from the wonderful Mississippi John Hurt, and it sounds like this. Standing on the mountain, far as I can see. Standing on the mountain just as far as I can see. Dark clouds above me, clouds all around for me. Feeling low and weary, Lord, I've got trouble in mind. Feeling low and weary, Lord, I've got a trouble in mind. Everything's against me, every boy is so unkind. Harvest time's coming and will catch me unprepared. Harvest time's coming and will catch me unprepared. Haven't made a dollar bed, luck is all I've had. Lord, how can I bear it? Lord, what will the harvest bring? Lord, how can I bear it? Lord, what will the harvest bring? Burn up all my money and I isn't got a doggone thing. I'm a rare traveler roaming round from place to place. I'm a weary traveler roaming round from place to place. If 
I don't find something, death will end me in the trees. Ain't got no mother, father left me long ago. Ain't got no mother, father left me long ago. I'm just like an orphan where my folks feels I don't know. Blues around my shoulder, blues are all around my head. Blues around my shoulder, blues are all around my head. With my heavy burden, Lord, I wish I was dead. Thank you so much, Mississippi John Hurt. Thank you, thank you. That was the uh, Harvest Blues song, and this is WCBN. Just a few minutes away from Face the Music with Arwolf and just a little bit of time left. Sorry, the song was called Blue Harvest Blues, of course. Just a quick mention of another food-related situation. Trout fishing in America. The group is playing at the Ark on November 16th at 1 p.m., a kid's show, they're called Trout Fishing in America. I don't know if there will be actual fishing on the floor of the ark, but they, there will be music, most likely. Let's wrap things up with one more Harvest song. This is in uh, the original Scottish Gaelic, a song called The Old Woman of the Mill Dust, sung by Alison Kinnaird and Christine Primrose. All over the world, great reverence has always been paid to the last sheaf of the harvest field. And this is a song about that, which is believed to embody the spirit of the crop. Here we go with this one. And this is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Tune in for Arwolf in just a moment. Keep on listening and don't stop doing that.
Mike, you can end your show like that anytime you want. Man, it was beautiful. I, I made Mike fish this back out so I could tell you about it. That's a selection from a um, Ellipsis Arts Musical Expeditions compilation called Harvest Song, music from around the world inspired by working the land. I feel so much better now. It's 7 o'clock. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. We're radio-free Ann Arbor. We're commercial-free. We're not affiliated with any big networks. We don't pay a whole lot of money to any big corporations. We pretty much exist here as student-run experimental experiential radio at the University of Michigan with close ties with the Ann Arbor community, and that's what makes it worth listening to. That's the way a lot of us feel. Apparently, you feel that way, too. Welcome to Face the Music. I'm going to be mainly listening to recordings from 1924, but I have some wonderful examples from 1934 as well. And we'll finish off with um, some 1944 jams that I think will perk you right up on this chilly evening. Uh, we are going to start in 1944 with a uh, what I believe was the first...